Facts and blog and podcast today. I'm joined by both Jay and Aaron. Wow. The dream team. <laughs> the dream team. And uh, this week we are talking about uh, what we announced at Shot this year, which is our new Bolt Action. And uh, this is going to be a whole line of products, but, you know, kind of the, you know, the main kickstart of it is going to be uh, this action, which Aaron has a sample of. And uh, so first thing we're going to do is just go through. Some of the specs and stuff, get that out of the way, get like the most, you know, needed information out. And then uh, we could talk a little bit about the development, kind of how it came to fruition, what we're doing with it here. Because the the unique thing about this is, you know, we are doing it in-house uh, here in the shop. And you may have noticed that we are in a different location. We keep getting punted uh, from rooms. We do. Uh, people keep needing offices or whatever so we we've just, been annexed we've been annexed so we're in the conference room today if things look a little different and if you're listening in your car while you're jogging or trying to get yourself to sleep it doesn't matter to you at all so huh. let's move with it so we uh jay director of product management aaron design engineer guys let's talk first about the overall specs just as if this were listed on the website you could get some more information at factsandfirearms.com slash bolt action uh but aaron why don't you go ahead and, and kick us off with just some of the basic specs of this action and, and what it's uh, capable of sure so like you said this is going to be a product line but what we're starting with here is essentially a Remington 700 footprint. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, it's going to be chambered with a 308 bolt face, a 223 style bolt face and a short Magnum bolt face available. It is a six lug design. Um, it's our own. We'll be making these entirely in house. Um, it, uh, it has an integrated 20 MOA pick rail has integrated, uh, recoil lug. We plan to take except, uh, AW and AICS magazines those double stacks and those single stacks. And uh, we're going to be offering them in DLC and in nitride coatings. Very good. Jay, uh, what are the material specs on uh, on the bolt action? So both the action and the bolt itself. So the action is a 416 stainless and the bolt is a 4340 carbon steel. And where did... Um, you know, what kind of landed us on those uh, material selections, you know, as far as different, you know, uh, action versus the bolt, you know, as far as different materials go, kind of what what landed us at those uh, steel selections? Yeah, so we spent a, a fair amount of time doing uh, materials, stress analysis and modeling to to come up with those, you know, so. You know, we we were evaluating what all materials people were using in the market as as you know a baseline for for what to choose and what to go with, and um, you know the, the the material properties they were going after. But you know, then then as as we got to narrow down, it came down to you know doing stress analysis on the on the thing. <laughs> And also, you know, 416, something we use pretty regularly around here. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, something we're certainly used to machining, you know, be it in barrels or, or uh, otherwise. But let's talk a little bit about 
why we've gone into this bolt action uh, world. It is a little bit of an extension off of what people mostly know us for, whether it's full firearms or AR parts, barrels, pistol products. Um, but, you know, Jay, you've been, uh, you know, working with the Faxons longer than anybody else here. You know, you could probably speak to a little bit of uh just the history of, of machining and the parts that we've done, you know, we can't say names, but we've done OEM products and the, and the bolt lines before. Um, so kind of what do you think is, is kind of the birth and, and the fruition of, of uh, facts and adding bolt action? Well, I, I think it sort of has two parts, but, but the first part, I guess, is easier to address. Um, so uh, people, people know us as, as a, you know, a, a good quality value line of, you know, generally AR barrels and pistol barrels. And um, we wanted to uh, work through that and, and establish that, you know, not only can we, we produce these, these, you know, duty line barrels and, and our AR uh, platform match grade barrels, but, you know, we wanted to go after a, a much higher precision market. Um, you know, we wanted to establish that we could participate in this, in this place in the firearms world. Um, so, you know, to do that, we, we brought on a bunch of new equipment. We brought on cut rifling machines and, and honing machines for barrels. But in that process, you know, we, we determined that if we're going to be making barrels in this, in this segment of the market, we should probably be making an action of our own. You know, we, we have history of making actions for, for OEM companies. Um, but it's, it's never something that we have made all the parts for. You know, it's, right. it's always some of the parts for and yeah. it's never under our name. But, you know, this this was a way to to bridge into that. So, you know, as as we got into these uh, higher performing barrels, you know, we we wanted something that people could shoot them on. Right. And I think the interesting thing about it, too, is that um, I think it, it kind of peels back the curtain a little bit of what some of our capabilities are, you yeah. know, whether it's, you know, the engineering side, the manufacturing side, uh, product analysis in general. Um, you know, it's it's more than just, you know, the the barrels being made here. You know, it's more than just 1022 receivers or whatever else. Right. Right. Uh, that, that there there are capabilities that, you know, like we've mentioned, some of our OEM clients have been able to see, uh, but not necessarily, you know, the the facts and brand audience, which I, I think this will this will be, a, a, I think, a nice eye opener. And I think we've learned with the 8.6 Blackout Project that there is a bit of crossover in these audiences that maybe we didn't think of initially, you know? Yeah. So so that's sort of part two of, of why yeah. we developed this action was with the 8.6 Blackout Project, you know, we, we were making these uh, Remage Nut style uh, bolt action barrels for it. And we wanted to be able to offer some complete firearms into the market. And we weren't making a Faxon action at the time. So... Uh, we in the product side of the business spent a lot of time looking for a good action to use on our bolt action 8.6 rifles. And, you know, we did we did a ton of research into offerings in the market and people's features and their specs and, and price points and everything. You know, we, we did a huge amount of analysis and, you know, we we really felt like um, there were some gaps in the market that we thought you know, we could offer a good solution in, you know, mm -hmm. 
hitting hitting a price point at you know and and offering features um you know that that didn't really have a lot of other attractive options so you know that was that was the other half of yeah it. yeah you know and one thing i i you know failed to mention at the beginning with this is that uh you know our goal when these start shipping later this year is that these are going to be uh sub one thousand dollars msrp yeah uh, which i think for the feature set things just like the integral rail integral recoil lug things of that variety those those uh, those by themselves on top of whatever engineering and machining pedigree may come with a brand name, uh, you know, I think is, has become increasingly harder to find, yeah. um, you know, the quality action, the feel of the action with those features, you know, you're not, uh, you're not needing to add another pick rail or add the pick rail onto your action body. Uh, you're not needing to level it to be that 20 MOA, all those, uh, you know, kind of bits and pieces. But Aaron, one of the features uh, that we had been asked about, uh, and you mentioned which bolt options we are going to offer with this first one, the short action, um, you know, these are not going to be replaceable, removable modular bolts, right? These are going to be, uh, these are going to be kind of purpose built and integrated. Yeah, that's right. We, we because we make the bolt almost in, entirely in a single operation, it almost adds costs for us to make the, the bolt heads removable mm -hmm. and modular. Plus, it gives you one extra uh, interaction between parts that can try and rob you of some of your accuracy, right? Yeah. So, you know, that going back to the fundamental reason we've gone down this whole route is accuracy, right? As a barrel manufacturer, as we're known for barrels, we want to be able to, to know what we're talking about when we get to accuracy. And the bolt action is just that next level up from, from those semi-autos. Mm -hmm. So what we're trying to do, like you said, is create an affordable, fully featured and a deadly accurate action. And we think that we have a lot we can bring to the table to make that happen. Yeah. And I think we've had, we had some really good, um, you know, feedback at SHOT Show. Yeah. You know, lots of different people, lots of different companies, you know, whether it's PRS shooters or other manufacturers, um, you know, media personalities who came by the booth really liked what they felt. I think we had probably, what, four or five actions there with us. I think three of them were built up on guns, a couple different finish options, uh, you know, and, and people, you know, seemed to really like what they saw. And it was an interesting thing for us because normally at SHOT Show, when we have a new product, we kind of do a little build up beforehand, you know, but as this is happening in real time, it's like we showed up at Chacho. Show. Yeah. Guess what? We have an action. What do you think? And, you know, even from the marketing side, you'd be like, uh, you know, I, I sometimes go, oh, man, I wish I could have done like the whole media work up on it. But the nice thing about it was we got there and it was boom, in person, immediate yeah. gut reaction. We're getting real time feedback. And, you know, Jay, Aaron, you know, myself, all, all three of us were there getting this interaction and feedback that I think has been valuable because you guys are making a couple of little tweaks, you know, before we could go into to full scale production. But that type of information and that type of market study has kind of been in the DNA from the very beginning. Um, Jay, do you want to speak to maybe some of the folks that we've worked with and kind of consulted with um, as we spooled up this project? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, so so getting into a new portion of the market, um, 
You know, it's, it's always a little tricky. I mean, we understand the portions of the market that that we play in, you know, and we as a company understand the the portions of the market, you know, that we that we make products for. But, you know, as a company trying to bridge into into a new portion of the market, you know, there there always are some stumbling blocks. And, you know, we we spent the time at the start of this to make some some connections with some uh, some really high end builders and shooters uh, who have coached us through, you know, a lot of the pitfalls, who have given us a lot of of design review and input, um, who've really guided the entire development of this. You know, we've we've gone up for visits with the engineering team. We've we've brought people in to to teach us classes. Um, you know, we brought uh, Jim C in, who who is uh, gunsmith in uh, Missouri, Missouri. You know, he he came in and gave a full day class to, I don't know, 15 of us. Yeah. You know, he, he walked us through oh, endless, assembly, yeah, endless just general Q&A, on, yeah. yeah, concerns to look for. You know, we've we've gone up to short action customs outside Cleveland, um, you know, and and had them review our direction. You know, I mean, we we drove up with a 3D print before anything was even was even off of a machine and and you know yeah <laughs> and then yeah. look at it and, right and you know give us advice and you know it's the the approach to this um we made sure that we were getting input from people whose uh you know whose livelihoods uh you know, focused around this. We didn't want to come out with what what we thought was the best product, you know, not having ever made a product for ourselves in this space. You know, right. we, we wanted to be coming out with products that, you know, was was re- were really guided, uh, you know, by input from people who are in this space. Yeah. And I, I think that was echoed multiple times at SHOT Show when people came up. Um, and handled the actions or saw them in a mock-up build or whatever was that they they seemed to appreciate that we weren't coming in as a manufacturer and saying this is what we're offering thus this is what you want you right. know it's it's been a little bit more for better or for worse for time you know has been a little more by committee of a little yeah. more like um, you know outside input like you said bringing in guys like Jim C going and seeing the folks like Short Action Customs um, and and reaching out to those uh, to those people who live it and breathe it every every single day yeah um, which I think is is going to be a, a hallmark of this project once it hits the market mm-hmm. you know Aaron on the on the engineering side. You know, what are some things that you think uh, may have been either surprising to you or different to you than maybe some of the other projects we've done? You know, you know, we had you on a couple months ago talking about the compensators and doing things like that. This obviously different animal. You know, what have you seen from the design side from bolt action to AR and back and forth that, you know, may be different enough that people wouldn't realize? Yeah, I should start by saying that, you know, when when the company decided to to launch into this bolt gun project, right? I I was more much more of a bolt gun novice, right? Mm-hmm. The thought of a a $1500 action or a $1000 action seemed crazy talk to me cuz you can buy you can buy a brand name bolt gun for, you know, under 300 
maybe $400 these days. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so to my mind, engineering wise, it really seemed like, okay, a bolt gun is very simple compared to a semi-auto. It should be very straightforward. It should cost $300. It should cost, should cost less than an AR-10. Mm -hmm. But as we started to really go to school and get that education and, and learn and grow our skills, it, I've, I've picked up so many details about all the different little things that contribute to the accuracy and, uh, and the feel too, because this is not being operated by gas, right? You got to be able to run this by hand and also get a really tight fit. So trying to, trying to manage your surface finishes, trying to manage the, the hardness of the materials. So they slide against each other like glass. You can get a really solid lockup, but also still be able to work it and also still allow for, you know, dirt and debris to get in the action. It's just, it's, it's machining, it's craftsmanship that needs to be on another level. Mm -hmm. to to really get this thing to run and to shoot super well and it, it it's just been really fun to to start to learn that craft yeah and start to understand what what makes these actions so expensive why it's so hard to make a good one mm -hmm. and uh and i think that we're we're making good strides towards accomplishing our goals right i think there's a lot of finesse in it the the thing that i've you know mentioned to people uh is that to me the bolt action is kind of like like bolt action versus ar bolt action versus any semi-auto uh is like the guys who are adamant about a manual transmission <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> right and there's all and, it, and yeah, it's all right. very much it's all very much like the same it's like the feel right yeah. how does the clutch feel what's the shifting throw like all that sort of stuff and it's a little more of like a like a carnal just human experience when every single round you're interacting with the machine you know uh, and I, that's where it's like in an ar you know we have really good bulk carrier groups right we have super finished bulk carrier groups it's one of our top product segments but you're not physically pulling that carrier yeah. back every single time so as long as your gun's running well you think that it's running pretty smooth in a bolt action you're pulling that thing back every single time. You know, you are interacting with the full functioning mechanism very repeatedly. Yeah, <laughs> you know, while absolutely. And, and not to mention all the subsets of different types of bolt action shooters, right? So yeah. on the AR side, you know, there's, there's more and more states that have opened up more AR platform, uh, you know, ready cartridges and things for hunting and whatnot. But a lot of, you know, folks who are running ARs, it's it's defense, it's LEO, it's competition, it's backyard shooting. It's, you know, the what we call the tinkerer side of the market, you know, of people liking to do builds and upgrade and things like that. And that was one of the things when Jim C came in that really started to open my eyes to it. You know, like for example, in the, in the AR market, it, constantly get asked about barrel life, right? How long is this barrel going to last me? Uh, you know, when will it be shot out? What's my break-in procedure? And I thought it would be similar in bolt action. And everybody we've talked to in bolt action, they're like, yeah, barrel life, so, you know, whatever. Uh, it's just got to be dead on accurate. Whether it's good for 500 rounds or 10,000 rounds, I'll swap out that barrel. You yeah, know what I yeah mean? it's funny talking to the competition guys who, yeah. who burn through barrels. You know, it's, yeah. it's like, like really unaccustomed to like hearing people like talking about going through like four barrels, five barrels a season. Like, 
Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's wild, <laughs> especially when we talk about like how we do our heat treating, how we do our stress relieving, you know, how we do our coatings and things like that to make sure that an AR barrel has the maximum lifespan it could possibly have. And then on this side, they're like, yeah, you know, you know, raw steel, you know, it's fine. It's just, it's it better shoot. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, that's basically all it is. Like they, there seemed to be no quality. And again, I can't speak for everybody, but you know, talking to guys like Jim C, they're like, no, like, I mean, the real heavy PRS competition guys, it's like, whatever the barrel life is, is what the barrel life right. is. They just count for that and they yeah. just throw them out. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. one's on, done. On next. to the next one. Yeah. yeah. They don't really care too much about all the different types of coatings we could do in gypsy voodoo. It just, although like, I do want to try, you know, try some, some coding options, yeah. like, you know, like, I mean, I, I, I think that there has not been enough, you know, research and testing involved around, uh, you know, bolt action and, and coatings. Well, so. and that's, and that's what I wanted to get into next because you touched on it a little bit. If we would be remiss, especially with kind of our brand name and focus to not mention, uh, you know, the barrel side of this. Yeah. Um, so obviously, you know, the main thing that's going to be stamp branded, pretty much shipping out first, uh, or at least getting the work up first will be the actions. But, you know, you mentioned we opened up a cut rifling cell. Yeah. Uh, we opened up a honing cell. Um, things that, uh, you know, we've been broaching and button rifling, you know, for years. Uh, you know, and now, and we've kind of become synonymous with that. Now opening up a cut rifling cell, you know, we are going to be offering profiled blanks and some barreled actions and things like that. Um, so Jay, kind of kind of where are we in the development train of that? And, and what are some of the initial offerings that, that we're planning for that segment? Well, so so actually the, um, the bolt action line uh, of, of barrels is going to have a little split in it. So, you know, we, we intend on offering both button rifled, honed, honed and button rifled, uh, shouldered prefits, remage style, um, you know, a variety of product offerings that are, that are button rifled. And then, uh, also a line of products that are cut rifled um you know from from profiled blanks or straight blanks all the way to uh shouldered prefits um you know with the 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 cut rifling segment of this is you know really really new for us so we're you know still still in process of developing um you know all the all the cutter profiles you know we're we're working with um some cutter profiles, some rifling profiles that, you know, we know we're going to offer, but we're trying to expand what that all looks like and, and work through lapping processes, you know, ways to, ways to make sure that, you know, the cut rifle line of barrels that we're putting out is, is, you know, the best possible. And, you know, to, to go with that, um, you know, we're working a whole lot on, on testing procedures and testing plans and testing, you know, yeah. what all do you need to test for? How do you eliminate variables? What all variables are involved? You know, it's, um, mm -hmm. the math is a little complicated. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we sat in a meeting for like two hours yesterday with, um, with the really like smart guys over there who, who were talking about, you know, statistical analysis and, you know, yeah. well, how many do we need to test, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, what's the sample size here and how do we eliminate this variable? And, you right. know, it's like, I mean, there's a lot that goes into it and, and, yeah. you know, so working through all of that so that we can, you know, really be, um, 
getting the data that we need, analyzing the data to actually uh, be able to uh, be secure in our interpretations of it, mm -hmm. you know, is, is sort of challenging. I mean, yeah. it's it's um, yeah, it's, it's a big task. Well, and and like you mentioned, just the math of it. You know, I, I was in a product meeting with you guys this week and, and we were talking about just like, you know, some machine time to get prototypes made and, and all this sort of stuff, which we have made some already, but it needs to proliferate still. And if you've ever wondered what it's like to do product development, you know, in a firearms company for something like this, I mean, you're talking about these variables. OK, we do this one button uh, uncoded. We do this one button coded. We do this one button honed. Right. Not honed, honed with nitride, honed with, you know, whatever else, yeah. you know, then lather, rinse, repeat, do the same thing with all the variables on cut rifling and however that boils down, you know, and is this 308? Is it 65? Is it, you know, what, whatever. So every single, you know, caliber option, cartridge option, let alone barrel feature option. And also landing on lengths and profiles and profiles. So yeah. taking this down to a, a, a very detailed look at total possible accuracy, you have to, you do, you have to eliminate so many variables, but you also want to make sure that you've left enough in there to test to make sure that you have the best possible product. If you if you came out and said we were only doing button rifled and we're going to stick to regular nitriding like we do our AR barrels, well now you've just chopped off a whole bunch of stuff and that would be a far quicker easier process. But who knows, it may not be the best, you know, uh, you know, bolt action barrel that we possibly could have made. Yeah. You know, I, and I think that's been, you know, one of the wild things to think of. And again, too, even thinking of what type of ammo to test in these things, because yeah. when we do AR barrels and a AR development, one of the things that we try to tote, with the exception of maybe 8.6 still being a Wildcat cartridge, is that our barrels accept a lot of different ammo. Yeah, right. You know, that it's mm -hmm. that it's going to run uh, and, and be safe, um, you know, and, and be able to, to chamber and fire a whole variety of different ammo. Well, now if we're going into bolt actions that have to be highly accurate, well, you got to eliminate some, some uh, you know, ammo preference. And a lot of these guys seem to be doing their own custom hand loads. So you got to go yeah. like factory precision, right. To, you know, on this testing. Um, but that's where your the brain can spin. Right. The, the permutations in, in testing here, uh, you know, get, get pretty big pretty quickly. And, and, you know, then even once you nail down on, you know, okay, what's the total number of permutations that need to be tested? You know, is there, I mean, 64 different, you know, permutations to, to test all our variables in combination. Uh, well, then you have to decide on well, how many how many groups of of how big of group size make for statistically important results. You know, st statistically significant results. You know, it's it's there's a lot uh, there's a lot to it. <laughs> there's yeah. a lot. Yeah, it's just turning into a science experiment essentially yeah. at this point. But yeah, you know, the bottom line is this this market is focused single mindedly on accuracy. Mm -hmm. When we come out with these cut rifle barrels, they have to shoot. They yeah. have yeah. to be consistent. Yeah. So that's what we have to do. We have to make it a science experiment. We have to prove. And I think we will be able to publish some of that data. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
because we want to be able to show what we went through, what we found, what we learned, and why we stand behind our barrels. Yeah, very true. And it's something that, uh, you know, this is kind of the kickoff for just a little informal hit of, because uh, right now all the media coverage, even though it includes some of us and the media coverage is mostly uh, from other outlets, you know, that were that were at shot. And um, and I will, you know, to take a second to thank all of our uh, email list subscribers who took our survey a couple of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, cool survey. Uh, Glad for all the results. Thanks. Yeah. Thousands of people responded. Very excited. And uh, if you if you missed that survey, you need to join the mailing list because you also got a coupon for taking the survey. Jay, is this amateur hour to you? What is this? Sorry. Sorry. I don't is know. it your secretary? Judy, hold my calls. <laughs> Let me remember to put my phone on silent next time. We... <laughs> no, but um, sorry, Dustin. No, no, don't even worry about it. So make sure you uh, join the the mailing list, and we do have a dedicated mailing list as well. If you are, you know, want to be one of the first people to hear about. Um, any of the new updates on the bolt action line that is also found at faxandfirearms.com slash bolt action. And, uh, you know, I do just want to ask one more kind of, I don't know, maybe surfacey type question, but you know, what do you think Aaron is your kind of favorite feature, uh, in this action so far? Like it could be aesthetic, it could be, uh, something about the, the machining, you know, what, what's kind of, uh, you know, ringing your bell right now when it comes to comes to the design. Well, it for me, I think I identify with a large amount of our customer base who who's got our start into the firearms market, you know, building ARs, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of Legos, right? You just build an AR, you just put the pieces together, watch a video on YouTube, don't need any specialized tools, nothing crazy. Mm -hmm. When we jumped into the bolt gun market, it started to be there were some challenges. There was a learning curve. Mm -hmm. How do you put these together? Well, you, you get yourself a gunsmith, yeah. you drop, you know, five grand mm -hmm. and I have a $10,000 rifle. Right. Well, like, whoa, I can't, I can't, yeah. I, I can't afford that. Right. So part of what we're focusing on is trying to make these buildable too, for some of those home builders, right. You're not going to get the same uh, fit and finish out of your home brew, but like, trying to make the parts easier to work with, right? We can take our fire control group out like that. If anybody out there has tried to take apart a factory Remington 700, <laughs> you gotta get a Rube Goldberg machine, you need four hands, you yeah. need a dime, you Red. need a vice, Insert a coin jam it in, in there, there. Yeah. <laughs> get your safety glasses out because you're gonna get a firing pin through the eye. Yeah, Like it's, it's dangerous to, yeah. <laughs> to work on a Remington 700. People who've tried to take off their factory barrels just to rebarrel it, well, Go ahead and get yourself a three foot long monkey wrench to pop that barrel off. Like, yeah, we're going to have prefits. You just torque it on with this, with 65 foot pounds. We're going to have easy to work with components that allow you to build this yourself. Right. You don't need a degree in gunsmithing to put together our action. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm most excited for is that these are going to be accessible. You're going to be able to you're going to be able to make a gun that can shoot. You'll right. still be able to get a better action, a, a better accuracy and if you took it to a gunsmith, mm -hmm. but there will be off the shelf offerings for those people like me who mm -hmm. don't have a lathe in their yeah. garage. Yeah. Jay, how about you? What are you thinking on the feature set or the design side that you're, you're most excited about or pleased with on the current setup as it is? Well, yeah, I think what I'm most excited about is, is how the system feels right now. You know, yeah. I, I think the combination of, of, uh, 
Aaron and, you know, the design engineering side of this. And then uh, shout out to Ben, our manufacturing engineer, uh, you know, the components, um, you know, hitting those dimensional tolerances, hitting those surface finishes. Um, the thing feels great. You yeah. know, I, I'm really excited about the feel of it. And, you know, I, yeah. I didn't know how things were going to come out. I seen, you know, I saw them on on paper on the screen. You know, we've been playing with plastic prototypes, yeah. you know, and to to have the, um, you know, these initial prototype runs, uh, you know, coming out so dialed in. Yeah. You know, I, I think the the entire engineering team, the, you know, the design and manufacturing engineering team have just been knocking it out of the park for, for months on this project, you know, and, and that's what I'm most excited about, you know, yeah. is just um, to have something that's uh, just progressing so well, you mm -hmm. know, and it, it's, it's really satisfying. Yeah. And, you know, and I'll say like, you know, when these parts were coming off the machines, you know, we're test fitting them and stuff, you know, people are coming into the office. Hey, have you felt it yet? Have you felt it yet? Have you felt it yet? And I think that it, even before they had gone to coatings, even before, yeah. you know, and so uh, in, and all that stuff uh, to be said, I think it spurred a, a lot of excitement, you know, yeah. around here. And it, yeah, it did. And it, and it does seem to be, um, there does seem to be a, a kind of a, a missing kind of statement in the market for for what we're offering here don't get me wrong there's tons of fantastic action yeah. manufacturers out there yeah there are um it, it's it's not saying that oh you know everybody else stinks and we're gonna beat you at your own game it's more that hey we think that there is a similar segment in the bolt action field um that is much like our ar parts and accessories and full firearms buyers or pistol parts accessories and full firearms buyers that we think we can speak to and uh mm -hmm. and i think this is, you know is just going right in step with it and uh some of the plans that we have for the future you know the the full firearms the the barreled actions mm -hmm. all those pieces you know we part of the survey was what do you think our next action should yeah. be? Um, you know, what type of caliber support, what type of cartridge support are you looking for? Um, all those sorts of things. So, you know, this is, uh, I think this is, you know, certainly a different type of development project, you know, than we've done before. Uh, but I think it's, uh, it, it's hitting pretty well. And I think uh, it spoke volumes when we had so many people who were ingrained in it. Uh, have such positive reactions, um, you know, at Shot yeah, Show and absolutely. even going back to the guys like Jim C or, or Short Action Customs and being able to actually put, you know, the 99% finished product in their hands and get the feedback that we got, I think, you know, it was very telling. Yeah. Very telling for sure. Well, if you want to learn more, uh, go to factsandfirearms.com slash bolt action. And uh, if you want to check the show notes for today, which will also have a link to that page, just go to factsandfirearms.com slash blog and click on this episode. And then uh, as this prog project goes on, we will have some more meat on the bones by the time we get to NRA in April. Uh, it's way less of a trip this year. It's just in Indianapolis. It's only like an hour and a half. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so if you're coming to Indy, make sure you uh, come by and say hi. We are very close to the entrance. we got a great booth this year. We're yeah. right by one of the main yeah, entries, did. right by EOTech, just a few aisles down, I, I believe, from Beretta. So make sure you uh, come check us out and we'll, uh, we'll have links to our spot on the floor plan in the show notes this week as well. So Jay, Aaron, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Pleasure.
and uh, we'll be talking to you again shortly. And thank you again for tuning in.